Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good morning, everyone. This is Jeremy Evans, your host of Believe in Sports Law via the Believe Podcast Network. Happy to be with you today and hope that you enjoy the show. Talking about something that uh, is really exciting uh, personally, uh, but uh, more importantly, exciting to a lot of Southern California fans, uh, specifically baseball fans and Dodger fans, in that the Spectrum uh, carrier, who you may be familiar with as an internet provider and as a cable television provider, has finally brokered a deal with AT&T, which owns um, DirecTV and some other digital platforms, uh, including uh, HBO Max, which is going to be a streamer coming out here in the spring, and some other properties um, uh, pursuant to AT&T's purchase of Time or uh, Warner Media, almost said Time Warner, but Warner Media in 2019. And uh, so ultimately what's going to happen now is these uh, Dodger games are going to be now broadcasted on uh, the AT&T property, specifically DirecTV, which had been a huge concern for the Dodgers as an organization, the Los Angeles Dodgers as an organization, when it came to getting their content out to their fans. And it was a, a big issue, something that's been going on for you know six years. And... Finally, now Dodger fans uh, will be able to watch those games and not have to be out of market to watch those games. We don't really know what the numbers are in terms of what it took to get this deal done. Um, I believe that the channel will be selling on the DirecTV platform for around $5 a month. But uh, And ultimately, what, what it took to get the deal done behind the scenes. I think we, we'll go over some of the some of the. Th- reasons why we think the deal happened and maybe some some insights into why it happened now versus at another time but you know ultimately this is a great thing for Dodger fans and you know again we don't really know the numbers in terms of how many fans were missing out uh there was you know reports that maybe it was as much as you know 50% of the fans in LA that were not getting uh, access to uh, Dodger games because they it was not being carried on direct TV. But um, what I'd like to do is to um, start with a little bit of the history here, particularly looking at uh, sort of the history of the companies that were involved. Uh, there was some litigation that occurred and then um, and then ultimately closing with, looking at uh, why this deal got done or maybe some insights into some of the deal making that occurred. So, you know, as a little bit of background, you know, Spectrum was obviously a uh, very large company and it is a company that uh, has been around for, for some time. Uh, But in looking at sort of the, uh, the history of the company, it is interesting because there was actually some uh, antitrust litigation that occurred uh, a couple years ago, and it was about one to two years ago. And and what happened was Directv ended up getting sued, and actually had to pay fines for not hosting the uh, Dodgers channel, which twenty uh, four hour channel that appeared on Spectrum and appears on Spectrum. And 
what DirecTV was accused of and ultimately what they were uh, found liable for and um, uh, had to pay fines for was that before the channel launched, DirecTV had gone out to other providers and essentially encouraged them not to purchase the channel. And that's anti-competitive activity, uh, does not encourage, obviously, uh, the best market for the consumer, especially considering in this model where, you know, Dodger fans were not able to watch the games, right? So that did happen more recently, but that did not lead to DirecTV hosting the channel because it was their right as a company to not uh, host the Dodgers channel. But what this derives from is that Spectrum back in 2013 signed a $8.3 billion deal uh, with the Dodgers to be the Dodgers exclusive um, game distributor. So essentially they, they licensed that broadcasted content to host on their channel. And then of course, um, you know, direct TV decided not to do that, uh, not to host the channel and ultimately arguing that it was too expensive. And we'll get into some, some history there where of, of where there might be some justification for that. But, um, but ultimately I think, uh, the cooler heads prevailed here and they brokered this deal. Now I had sort of written and talked about this topic in the past. And one of the arguments that I had made was spectrum instead of looking to direct TV as a partner in this and getting them to host the channel, I had talked about, you know, them looking to streamers and looking at LAFC, which is the Los Angeles football club and the Seattle Sounders is great examples of using YouTube to distribute their content. We talked about Amazon uh, Prime Video using um, uh, and connecting with the NFL and doing Thursday night football games. Obviously, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter have all done um, some sort of media with regard to sports, specifically baseball, brokering a deal with Facebook to host. I think it was 10 games uh, last season. Obviously, there was a lot of things that the Dodgers could have done. But that all being said, uh, the problem is, is that, you know, ultimately um, we don't know what the, what the specific deal was with the Dodgers and Spectrum and whether there was limitations on streaming. Now, unfortunately with Spectrum, they did not have a streamer they could directly go to. You know, that was sort of the, the benefit of AT&T's purchase of Warner Media was that they had this HBO platform that they could stream and then uh, to becoming is the um, uh, HBO Max, uh, which is basically an upgraded version of HBO Now and going to have a lot more content. And we'll see what kind of technology they use for that. But, you know, that's sort of a little bit of the history there in terms of what's been going on. And of course, when you're looking at the history of the companies, you know, Spectrum has purchased different companies. And of course, uh, Comcast has had a play in this. And then, of course, there was the big Disney purchase of the Fox Entertainment assets. And then, of course, there was been uh, the purchase and selling off of Hulu, which was once a sort of um, tri-company, if you will, where you had NBC, Fox, and Disney all owning, uh, you know, essentially 33% of the company. Um, so that's sort of the history here. But... Um, you know, the streaming thing did not happen. And I think that's probably because the way the deal was structured with the Dodgers and Spectrum. But, you know, here we are. Now Dodger games will be available on um, uh, the uh, AT&T platforms, which specifically and more directly would be DirecTV, pardon the pun. 
But uh, what's great here is that this includes um, uh, fans that are in Southern California, Las Vegas, and Hawaii. And uh, it'll be carried on AT&T, U-verse, DirecTV, DirecTV Now, and AT&T TV Now. So for all fans and those who wish to watch Dodger games and the Dodger channel, channel, 24 hours a day, they wish, uh, in Southern California, Las Vegas, and Hawaii. So obviously uh, this is big news, and this is something that's uh, very important for Dodger fans. You know, we can all remember Vince Scully's last two years, which was in 2000, I believe, uh, 13 and 14. I may be getting those dates wrong. It may have been 2014, 2015, but the deal was definitely signed in 2013 with Spectrum and the Dodgers for $8.3 billion. But we remember that, you know, and, and fans remember that with regard to Vince Scully having his last two years. And this is for all baseball fans and being able, not being able to hear him uh, broadcast those games uh, unless you were a Spectrum, um, you know, sort of user. And of course, anybody who um, lives in Southern California, really anywhere else, knows that there's some apartment buildings, there's some uh, home areas where you're limited on um, whether you can have access to AT&T and, uh, and or Spectrum or some of the other providers like Cox or whatever. And that's basically because you have a situation where, um, you know, some, some places are limited, you know, like you, you might call AT&T and say, you know, Hey, I'm looking to get uh, service in my building. And it just may be that the building just doesn't have service there. And, um, you know, they just don't have the, uh, the setup going on. So obviously that's no longer an issue here. And, you know, essentially, you, I don't know what the numbers are, but I would venture to guess that you're probably reaching 70 to 90% of Southern California homes now, uh, with regard to having spectrum and AT&T, uh, you know, having access to the Dodger, uh, games, and when I say Southern California, I'm specific, specifically talking about Los Angeles County and then um, whatever fans are, are remaining in, let's say, uh, Orange County or um, let's say San Diego County, right? Or even in Riverside or Imperial uh, counties and then obviously in, up in Kern County as well. So anyway, so that's uh, sort of where we're at with that uh, with regard to the Dodgers deal and, and what that looks like. Now, you know, sort of looking even further back at the history here, I had written on this topic a while back, and I think there was a few things, reason why the Spectrum channel initially, which was great, obviously money for the Dodgers, did not work uh, when you're talking about how it was distributed. And specifically, I'm looking at the Los Angeles Lakers, and they actually were able to enter the market first with this uh, sort of uh, 24-hour channel, if you will, or or having a exclusive distributor, and they signed their deal in February 2011. Now, once that deal was signed, however, um, there was some backlash, same sort of similar situation to the to the Dodgers, and I think there were some broadcasters that learned from that, and and ultimately Directv was one of them, and they just thought, well, you know, hey, we we can't charge our customers five dollars a month or whatever it is for this channel. And in that case, it was the Lakers channel. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, I think, uh, again, I think some of these providers learned from that. So 
Uh, I think the second thing is, you know, again, we talked about the antitrust and collusion allegations. We won't sort of belabor the point there, but it's just something to note that did occur. And then, of course, you know, written on the topic as well, you know, discussing this idea that that ultimately a lot of these sort of regional sports networks have taken a hit. And uh, although the Spectrum Sportsnet LA is different because it's just the Dodgers, I think uh, some of the issues still apply in that uh, people were looking for diverse content and more content and weren't necessarily looking to pay as much money uh, for that content, right? So, which kind of brings us to the last points that I wanted to talk about and, you know, and that is with looking at some of the um, you know, sort of uh, reasons why uh, this deal was done now. I, you know, I don't think we can, we'd be wrong to sort of look at the current circumstances with the coronavirus and everything going on, you know, uh, and sort of put that in context of what's happened here. Now, ultimately, look, I think AT&T and Spectrum made the right decision and they're going to now be launching this. And there's a couple things at play here. When the Dodgers initially brokered the deal with Spectrum, DirecTV was not owned um, and had not purchased um, Time or sorry Warner Media at that point. So obviously it was a different structured company, and uh, they have these new assets now, and so they're looking for more content, right? So with HBO Max and this other thing, and of course there's been multiple articles talking about AT and T losing customers to streaming and and just other options, right? And I wouldn't I would wouldn't think it'd be too much of a guess to say that there was probably AT&T customers who left AT&T to go to Spectrum, especially if they were Dodger fans, right? So, you know, AT&T obviously needed content. And I think them adding the Dodgers channel will um, encourage people to join AT&T or encourage folks to sort of have access to uh, their content and encourage them to say, hey, turn up for the Dodgers. You have the channel. You have these other options as well. I think we'd be remiss to say that with the current stay-at-home orders, uh, that uh, AT&T, again, needed content. And although baseball is not occurring now, it will be soon. And I think there's going to be a huge sort of outburst or pin-up desire of people wanting to consume content and new content and um, to have access to that. I think people are going to be definitely um, wanting more sports content, right? Which I think goes without saying when you've, essentially cut off all sports content except for uh, WWE wrestling. So um, I think sort of looking at this even, you know, more closely looking at, you know, how the deal was done, what was paid, you know, I, I think we sort of went over why it took so long. I think ultimately we're talking about different companies at the time when this original deal was, uh, was brokered. I think, you know, ultimately the times have changed things and, you know, them needing more content. But uh, I think overall, people are probably excited that this deal was done. And, um, you know, here we are. So I definitely applaud AT&T and Spectrum coming together, making this deal get done for Dodger fans in in Southern California, Hawaii, and uh, Las Vegas. And uh, obviously, when baseball gets back, we'll look forward to, uh, you know, having uh, a wider distribution you know, and, um, you know, ultimately as the quote by Jonathan Perelman goes, uh, partner over at ICM, he often says, and has said, 
uh, content is king, but distribution is queen and she wears the pants, right? It's sort of this funny quote that really gets into the heart of this. And now the Dodgers have wider distribution. And I think uh, that's good for um, Dodger fans in general, but it's also good for, um, you know, I think looking at models going forward and, and, you know, how some of these deals will be brokered. And ultimately content has so many ways to be distributed now. So anyways, folks, that's the show this week. Uh, wishing you a great week and um, health and safety and uh, blessings to you and your families. And look forward to being back with you next week. Thank you so much. True Classic Tees, Believe Podcast Network. What's up? Super excited about a new sponsor for our show. Style is changing. Former wear is out. T-shirt is in. True Classic Tees are my favorite. It's based in LA and a t-shirt company that's on the rise. T-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and incredibly versatile. You could wear them out, you could wear them to work, or around the house, and it sounds like we'll be doing a lot more of that very soon. And the best part, they're incredibly cheap. Only $15, and now you can get them for even less. So what's the call to action today? Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code at checkout, BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at trueclassictees.com. BetOnline.ag. While you're waiting out this at home with us, you can still have some fun betting at BetOnline.ag. With no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. But BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. But sports aren't totally done. There's still eSports, American Idol, Big Brother, The Elections, The Spelling Bee, their $750,000 poker series. There is still fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100, that's M-Y-P-O-D-100, to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.